In many jurisdictions, we hold up big, widely held public issuers as the paradigm of good governance. Their boards tend to be mostly independent, with formal and sophisticated committee structures, every share gets one vote, and in general, there's plenty of disclosure to the public. What's not to like? But I wonder sometimes if we might be giving this model too much exclusive credit, and failing to be curious about other approaches. The argument against dual class structures, for example, usually starts with shareholder democracy. In other words, if every share doesn't have the same voting authority, there's a risk that the controlling owners will make decisions that harm minority shareholders like you and me. But generally speaking, dual class companies can be wonderful long-term investments for minority shareholders, even over the span of several decades. On the other hand, we can point to for example, the 2008 financial crisis, which decimated trillions of dollars of market value and arose from the behavior of heavily regulated, widely held financial institutions. Obviously, good governance is about much, much more than return to shareholders, but I find it hard to accept that exceptional returns over very long-term horizons could result from bad governance. 